Greens. What up, what up, what up, Knicks World? This is the Nick of Time show with that Knicks talk in the Nick of Time. This is Edson Sean. What's going on? This is your guy, Jay Ellis, and there is no Miss Black Girl Magic today, but... Oh, boy. <laughs> but we do have the man, the myth, the legend. Ryan G in the building. That's right, that's yes, right. Yes, yes, So, you know, I guess everybody's, you know, gearing up for the holidays, right? By the yeah, time this airs, this would be actually Christmas Day. So oh, that's yeah. right, the Christmas holiday special. Happy holidays <laughs> to everybody who's listening to us. Yes, Word. Man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, yo, and all y'all who like the Anthony MSG's episode with the ca- the nice fancy cameras and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all y'all who like that. Listen, man, we trying to get some cameras out here. Yes. Yes. Stay tuned because we will be reaching out and you'll learn a little bit more about how we plan to get those cameras and, you know, your help will always be uh, welcomed. That's a fact. Yeah, most definitely. But uh, let's get into some of this Knicks news. One of the pieces of news that's actually very interesting and it's so funny was it two episodes ago uh, we had a guest Ant World up here um, Jay's boy and one of the things he mentioned was that uh, Dolan wants to go on the road and perform we made a joke about it Dolan, want, Dolan wanted to go on the road and perform and yep. so uh, he might be interested in selling the team come to find out Dolan might be interested in selling the team um, how do you guys feel about that? I know we've often spoke about, oh, you know, Dolan needs to be hands off, and we need to, we need him out of here, and then the culture will change, right? Uh huh. Do I mean? Do you think that's still the issue, or will we still have these same issues if he does sell it? Do you think this is a rumor? Do you think this is actually something that can possibly happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, first and foremost, I would love if Dolan sold the team because I know. Listen, man, he, there's a dark cloud over the Knicks' head because of Dolan. Mm-hmm. Um, his reputation precedes him. Like, the the, lead, the the players don't really rock with him that much, it seems like. Nah. Uh, <laughs> Charles Oakley don't rock with him. Absolutely. Don't yeah. check the T-shirt. Definitely not. Right, <laughs> check, right. yeah, we yeah, stand yeah. with well, of yeah. course. Because, I mean, Sprewell's now, you know. And I don't know how he's done with Dolan, but he's now back in the garden. But uh-huh. I, I don't know how that relationship is. It just seems like, in regards to the Knicks, at least, I'm not even talking about the Rangers, mm-hmm. but at least with the Knicks, it just seems that like there's a lot of bad blood um, surrounding Dolan in that regard. Yeah. yeah. And I I just feel like it would be nice if it happened because then Charles mm-hmm. Oakley can come back to the garden where he belongs. Yes. Facts. Right? And then we have this new culture brewing with... With Team Wakanda. Yes. Scott, yeah, Scott, yeah. Perry, yeah. Scott Perry, Steve Wakanda Mills, forever. Dave Fisdale. Yeah, the all, like, and our perception is changing in the league in general. Mm-hmm. So right. I kind of feel like if that were to happen, it would come full circle and then the Knicks would look a whole lot nicer. The reband would be complete. That's yes. right. Just cleaning, yeah. up, cleaning up, cleaning house all around. Do I think it's going to happen, though? We got to fill out. <laughs> I mean, all you got to do is look at the Clippers because when the Clippers were under Donald Sterling, like, 
they were basically a franchise that nobody wanted to go to. Right. That once right. that once Donald was when that once Sterling was first was forced to sell the team and then bring in Balmer. Now all of a sudden the Clippers look like a desirable destination, especially with Jerry West pulling the spring pulling the strings behind yes. the scenes. Very yeah, very true. Very true. I, I do think there's a stigma still attached to the Knicks organization because Dolan is still the owner. And who knows? Maybe there, you know, whenever there's a rumor, especially when it comes to like entertainment, sports, things like that, it don't come out unless there's like a hair of truth to it. Yeah. And so he he might actually be, I don't know, see, man. See, see, here's the thing, because what did you say, Ryan, earlier about the, um, the Rangers and well, uh, I mean, well, uh, well, oh, yes. well, well, right now he currently has a Liberty on sale, so Liberty's he's on sale, and then also there's rumors, but rumors are saying that he actually like inquired about the value of the Rangers, mm -hmm. which which might con which might you know give off a signal that he's willing to mm -hmm. sell the Rangers. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if he has a Liberty on sale and then he's willing, then he might be willing to sell the Rangers. The Knicks might be next. Listen, I don't know who's got the I money for it. I know. Diddy was talking about owning a team or something. I don't know if we want Diddy owning the Knicks, though. But. <laughs> I, I'm going to read this Stephen Bondi. <laughs> might burst people's bubbles. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm go sorry. For it. But go it's, for it. It's, it's, it's just like he's been sent feelers. Okay. Right? In the five Dolan's billion. Dolan's been sent feelers. Yes. Dolan's been sent feelers in the okay. five billion range. Okay. And he's like, eh. If he's five, if you ain't wait, five wait, wait, oh, wait, hold billion, on. He's, he's hesitant on five billion. Did he? Did he? Have you heard any news that the Knicks have been sold? No, not. No, I mean, no, not yet. Like I feel like, I feel like when he says, "Oh," because the rumor is like he sell it for the right price, right? Uh huh. I kind of yeah. feel. Remember when Tom Thibodeau was trying to trade Jimmy Butler? Mm -hmm. Right. And he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll trade Jimmy, but we'll for the right price." But he really didn't want to trade Jimmy. Yeah. He, he 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 was just saying it in front of the camera, and whenever a trade was about Man. to happen, he would raise the price. Oh, let me get one more first round pick. Mm -hmm. Only one. The only reason Jimmy Butler left is because Jimmy Butler forced himself out. Yeah. So how can the Knicks force themselves out? <laughs> because I mean, and it, five billion ain't nothing to sneeze at, bro. And the thing is, is that that's over the Knicks' valuation by Forbes. So it's like you're getting over the value of the Knicks currently. So it's what like, was the Forbes um, numbers? I mean, I don't, I don't remember. Like, but it's definitely per, less per than se, five. Billion. But it's less than five billion though. It's like four point something, I think. Wow, this guy is like, nah, you got to come up a couple billion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so five billion is not a bona fide offer in his eyes. Like, I don't know. I don't know the. What the is cost he looking for? <laughs> yeah. I'm that. I'm, I'm. He's not looking for anything. He's fake looking. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fake looking. Uh, yeah, five billion it, isn't enough. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, stop it, bro. Yeah, it's fake looking until somebody come through with like seven bill, eight bill, and he's like, hmm. <laughs> I'm saying they got to probably blow him away. That's, they got to like really overpay. Is what yeah. I'm trying to say. That's crazy. They ain't gonna come with the market value. But listen, gonna... that's how. You, listen, whenever. You don't want to do something, but you don't want to, like, sneeze at the opportunity. You overcharge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You overcharge, and if they're still willing to pay, you know what? I'm going to do a job. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, he basically said he has a, res has a responsibility to stop to shareholders to listen. But him and his family aren't really interested in selling. But he just, he, he has to keep an open mind. He has to say that. Of course. Mm -hmm. But five, maybe five billion yeah. is not a lot to him, and maybe he can't do 
<laughs> enough for five billion, but yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so damn. So everybody over here getting hype about Dolan selling the Knicks. Nah, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna happen, bro. I don't think. Well, it. I, I, we shall see. We shall Keep see. Keep hope yeah. alive. Exactly. I'm gonna embody Kathy's spirit right now. Speak it, speak it into existence. Speak it into existence, and it shall happen. Yes. Oh, I mean, speaking about things into existence and reality as opposed to fantasy. Lord. Moutier. Mood. Yes. Moutier has officially, this is the first time he's unearned a nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Usually you earn a nickname. This is the first time your man unearned a nickname. I'm not even, he unearned it so much, I'm not even going to say it. (laughs) You know, because he's just been playing so consistently. I'm not even going to say well. Mm-hmm. He's been playing consistently. Yes. His confidence is like, he feels like he could take anybody on the court right now. Yep. <laughs> the way your man is playing. So, is this a flash in a pan? Is this insanity? Is this, you know, something that's just for the moment and then they're going to figure it out and then, or is this for real? Yo, you know what? What is he averaging in December, yo? I mean, oh, I might have to I look mean, that up. But I, I did write about it in my, what, what in my um, emergence of um, Emmanuel Moody article. Okay. But, but, On thenickatimeshow.com. Yes, yes. A couple, <laughs> but a couple games did pass since that time. But at the time, with 10 games into December, he was averaging 20 points per game and around 5.8 assists per game. And he's shooting around 47% from the field Ooh, in December. <laughs> Yeah, hold on a second. And 36 from, 36 from three, right? Whew. I think 36 from three as yeah, well. Yeah, around, around that, yeah. Confidence is soaring right now. But again, uh, and I'm only re- referencing Linsanity because he had a really good run, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But then they figured out, the defense figured out how to stop him. Make him go left. Yeah, it's... Okay, now. <laughs> but do you think Moutier's situation is different? I don't know, yo. Like, listen, man. Here's the thing. You know there's like a saying where it says, um, it takes what the first wait, how many times for it takes like the first time for a good impression to to stick? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it takes, I think, seven times for a bad impression to go away. Mm. Uh-huh. I think with Knicks fans and NBA fans. That's what's happening. I think that seven times <laughs> is multiplied by like how many games you played badly. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. So if you're doing the math, right, he played like a year where he played all right. Mm-hmm. And then the second year, he played like 82 games where he played like like poo, right? <laughs> <laughs> so now you got the 82, you got to times that by seven. Right. <laughs> now, so sorry, I, I, I might need I need Foxy Brown to help me do the math with this. <laughs> Hip hop has to get so, that so, joke. So, so, <laughs> so, wait, so hold up. So what you trying to say is that's going to take like five hundred eighty games for Moody to erase that bad? I mean, in, in fans' minds who are scarred, yes. Moody, I'm so sorry, man. It's fans' mind. Like, I, like you started to think, like, are 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 people you judging know, him unfairly? It's so interesting. It's so interesting. I feel like. We just and maybe because it's New York and New Yorkers are just hard on people. Period. Yes. But it's like damn, you know. And listen, I was dragging him through the mud. Literally, everybody was. But you know, you gotta you gotta look at progress, mm-hmm. and it's Definitely. not just one game, two games. Like consistently, your man has been putting up some good numbers. Yeah. Who's better, him? 
Moody A or Tim Hardaway Jr. Moody A. I don't even have to think. You don't think about that? I don't even have to think. Moody A. Moody A. Oh, yeah. I don't even have to think. With the consistency. Here's the thing. Okay. I still feel like when Tim is playing his game, he's a better scorer. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's not consistent. He hasn't been consistent. He can't consistently be that guy. At the end of the game, I'm comfortable with the ball in Moutier's hands. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the ball in Tim's hands at the end of the game. W- very often, what he does, especially when they're down, mm-hmm. I understand he feels like he's, quote-unquote, the veteran on the team, and he wants to put the team on his shoulders and mm-hmm. let's do this. You can't run back on a fast break. The defense has probably been set back up. There's four defenders, and you run and just pull up and shoot a three, bro. Yo, that oh, Hawks that, game. That, that, oh, that's, that's, game. So that's exactly what I'm thinking yeah. about. Yeah, I know you're talking, I know you're talking about the, that Hawks game. Look, everybody knows Knicks lost to all these crappy teams this week, the Hawks. and Horrible Knicks yeah, week. Yeah, and the Suns. We, yeah, we're... And who else? Well, the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. But But that Hawks game was a good example because when we was watching that game, Mm -hmm. I was watching it and I saw the Knicks were in trouble and I had this weird voice in my head saying, give the ball to Moody. You know, right. But again, I still feel like, you know, Tim is in a position of leadership financially as well. I don't Uh care about finances. We don't care about that, but the, the league politics clearly is like... You're getting paid this much, you're the go-to guy. It's just still weird, though, because at the end of the game, I'm like, give the ball to Moody, and mm-hmm. then when Hardway has the ball in his hand, Chuck I'm nervous. City. If Hardway has the ball in his hand and he dribbles more than twice, yeah. I'm nervous. Chuck Norris. <laughs> that ball is getting taken. <laughs> Yo, yes, yeah. what is going? what has happened to his handle, bro? <laughs> uh, what has happened to this man's handle? That's uh, a fact. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man, but when he took that pull-up three in that Hawks game, I was yo, like, yo, what, what is this man doing man? right now? Every single time, man. And it's like, dog, like, you haven't learned yet about the shot selection? Trust me. But, you know, and then he always says, yeah, you know, I need to do better. You, you, I'm tired of hearing that. Stop saying that and just do it. And you know what, too? Sometimes I feel weird because I feel like the Knicks play scared sometimes in the end. He ha- and I, I go in between thinking, damn, he has to hit that shot because uh-huh. he's playing, because everybody else is playing scared. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, why are you pulling? It's not a smart shot, bro. Scared it's- or not. Yeah. It, okay, listen, I'm not saying he shouldn't take the shot. Mm-hmm. Don't take that shot. Like, that can't be, I'm, I'm running up to the three-point line, I'm taking this shot, and that's mm-hmm. the first option. If everyone else is playing scared, mm-hmm. run the offense, Get the ball in a position where you can score efficient, high efficiency. Exactly. Yeah. We went through this last season with these stupid shot selection. I mean, you could look at Fisdale's face on the sideline. Mm-hmm. When he grabbed that ball and was like hugging the ball, I felt so bad. Oh, man. That ball, he, just man. The, he heard the sad music playing in his exactly. head, dog. He hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, so was touched. And, and my whole thing is, is that if he took that pull-up three and nobody was there, I would have been like, all right, because you're open. But a Hawks defender was right there, and he still took that pull-up three. I was like, yo, what, yo, what is your problem, man? Bruh. <laughs> yo, here's the crazy thing with Timmy, too. He's number three in the league in pull-up threes. In percentage? Or just taking? No, like in percentage, like hitting them. Really? Number three in the league. And pull up three. Okay, but yeah. all right, listen. Again, I'm not saying he shouldn't take that shot, but when there's four defense, 
four defenders, bro. And the guy he shot, he was he wasn't even squared up. Nah, nah it was a bad shot. It's a bad shot. Yeah, it's third cool. in the league or not? And exactly. Pull up three. Nah, third bad in the shot. league. It's it's funny because well, he's missing all the open shots. The set up, the set. That's he's missing those, and he's hitting the pull up threes. It's, 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 <laughs> yo, it's very interesting. What is what's happening, yo? But wait. Back to Moutier, though. Yes, uh-huh. yes. We'll get to Tim, but let's get back to Moutier. Yeah. Is Moutier real? <laughs> like, I know we talked about it on the list last week. Uh-huh. Are, are, we bringing, are we bringing him back next season? Uh, yeah. I would like I'm, to, but here's what could possibly happen, I think. You actually uh, sent this in our group chat, a really good article. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the way he's playing, he's also very marketable now. Yeah. So now it's like, what do we do? Do we still keep this core and develop? I personally feel like let's hold him another year because mm-hmm. we traditionally are not known for development. Clearly, Fizz is the Moutier whisperer. Dog, yeah. So let him stay, and who knows what next season will look like. My whole thing is is that um, as much as I want Moutier to stay, uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. And and I'll I'll get into this a bit more deeper with the topics later on. Okay. But, um, okay. The thing is with Moody is that if the Knicks are planning to clear cap space for big name free agents, he has a twelve point eight million dollar cap hold. Well, here's the thing though, we don't have to give him the twelve million dollar cap hold. We can still renounce him, mm-hmm. signing him for a cheaper price. You can sign him for a team friendly price, like four million or six million or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't have to use the twelve million cap hold on Moody. You All just right. gotta get a couple less sneakers, you know. Exactly. Yeah. A couple less J's. But, 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 okay. but, but still, I'm gonna get into it a bit deeper because at the end of the day, like, if the Knicks want to clear cap space, where because I feel like the Knicks are in a position right now where they need to start thinking about gaining assets, clearing cap space because clearly this season is a wash. And as G said, you know, just a few seconds ago, Moutier is at this moment Moutier is marketable, and if the Knicks want to get rid of one of those big contracts. They're probably gonna have to throw Moutier in there as a sweetener for a team to take it on. Woo. Oh my. And we're we're gonna get into that in particular later on in the show, but I, you know I don't understand. So so Ryan is like, yeah. dog. Edson is like, keep, keep mood. Moving. What do you say? Ah, oh boy, here we go. Man. <laughs> man, 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 man. Shout out to Ron, Ron Cleveland on the on post game live show. That's his man, man. That's him. Uh, so listen. I don't know, dog. I don't know as of now. I I want to wait till February. Okay. See how mm-hmm. I feel about it. Like, I understand. Like, I wanna. I I wonder if the Knicks have a, a solid idea who wants to come here for real. Mm-hmm. That's you what I wonder, I mean? too, because a lot of names are being tossed around, but how solid are some of these names, really? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, there's guys like uh, Kawhi Leonard and mm-hmm. KD here. If Is it those guys, like, yeah, if those guys aren't coming, mm-hmm. then <laughs> I would keep booed and see what we got. If exactly. you if you got, like, an inkling that they might come, then, then maybe we should. Mm-hmm. It's, you know... But it's like, and also thing is, it's another thing too. It's like if we getting, like I'm not sure if we're getting one free agent to come here, and I feel like we might have to get, we might have to clear cap space for two, 
Because I don't mm-hmm. think one is coming by himself. Nah. Right, Not without they, record. They, they, right, because they want to ensure that we're going to get some wins. Yeah, like our record doesn't but then, invite it doesn't, free agents here. It, it doesn't, but I'm, I'm also wondering if... It invites Zion here. <laughs> but I'm, I'm wondering if the pieces that we have mm-hmm. not to say that that's enough right but maybe the pieces that we have and the development of those pieces might you know um, be enticing to some free agents maybe maybe like like there's the list there's the I don't know dog I feel like I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're winning enough to get the top Absol- tier. Well, absolutely yeah. not. And, and, and if we're not going to get the top tier, then I say keep the core together and, and keep him pushing. Yeah, and also the thing, too, is that this is also what's influencing my decision-making, too, because the other day on First Take, Stephen A. Smith was talking. He was saying that, remember earlier in the year, he reported how, you know, KD, you know, may, may consider the Knicks and this and that coming, you know, coming yeah, to yeah, New York yeah. next year's free agency. Right. Well, now he's singing a different tune. He said, he said, he's saying that right now what he's hearing around the NBA is that like there's a good chance the Knicks might get no free agents this upcoming this upcoming summer. And it, it, and it's, it's like I said, winning man. Like but last season when when the season started, there was a lot of fizz hype. The culture is changing. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of good PR. But then you gotta win. Yeah. Right and, now and, the Knicks are like have the most gotta, losses in the league. And you gotta yeah. win against teams that you're supposed to beat. Like right now we know it's a development. And I think all the Knicks fans are expecting that. But bro, Atlanta, Cleveland, Phoenix, Cleveland, like, you know, these are teams that the Knicks should be be beating because we have, granted, they're still learning, still a learning curve, but we got guns, we got Knox. Moutier's been playing well. Yeah, I need to see some more Dotson. I haven't seen him as much as I'd like. Right? Yeah. I mean, he was injured for a week, but I, I, yeah. like, I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm going um, sp- to speak on that too later. Okay. Oh, you got right. aggressive when you oh. said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, we have we have some pieces, and I mean, the synergy is starting to develop. I think we have a couple of brain farts in that third quarter. Why is it that the third quarter? It, I mean, like that's like the Knicks curse. Yeah, something. the second half is bad yeah. now, but... And it's like the start of it. Like we don't have, we our, our our motor in the beginning of the second half is off. It's not even low. It's off. Yeah. And then we have to climb out of these huge holes. So we clearly have the ability to put up buckets. Yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely do. Like we beat we beat good teams, and then we end up losing to Atlanta. It's right. like dog. Oh, mm-hmm. when you come from behind by so far, and you only lose by like five points or less, mm-hmm. clearly you have the ability to one yeah. get stops and two. Put up points. That's the young team, though. That's the thing that Steve Mills was talking about when he had that 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 little press conference the yeah. other day. Like, uh, t- uh, test of a young team. Young teams are inconsistent, man. Yeah, it is what it is right now. That's true. So wait, so Moutier scores thirty points in his last five games. Crazy. He has three times in the last five games. Three yeah. times. <laughs> Move. And, also, and Ryan would trade him. And, and also, <laughs> and, and also, well, I have I have a master plan. That's why. Oh, but, okay. oh but um, is this, was this like your last year's plan when you wanted to, when you wanted to get LeBron with the Wayne Wade and Carmelo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, Hayes. Ain't uh, a, 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 a brother got a dream sometimes. <laughs> but, um, but as I'm saying, like, what makes that's that most impressive is that before this season, Moody only had two thirty point games in his whole career. Yeah. Your man is stepping up. But that's it. Listen, when you you know put the task and they give you the challenge, you got to meet it. And that's what he's doing, I feel. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing what you're supposed to do with that opportunity, and he's making the most of it. Word. But the team as a whole, mm-hmm. not really doing that. Matter so, matter of fact, I mean, I know that this has been tossed around by Knicks fans even last season mm-hmm. about uh, tanking. And are we losing on purpose or should we lose on yeah. purpose? Or do athletic teams even do that? Do they lose on purpose? Like who? Yes, they do. <laughs> what? They lose games on purpose. I, I mean, I don't, yes. I don't, I don't think. I don't think they lose on think, purpose. Think about it. They <laughs> put all the worst players on. Ex- exactly. Okay. That, that, okay. Exactly. Okay. And That's tell them. It's like if you if you if if we're playing a JV team and then you tell your little uh your nephews, hey man, try your best. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you essentially I, losing yeah, yeah, on purpose. Yes. So as a whole, you're losing on purpose because you're not putting your best people out there. Yeah. You're yes. The best opportunity to do it. Okay. But. Athletically, these guys are like, "Yes, this is my opportunity. I'm gonna." Mm-hmm. Knowing that, you yeah. know, you're you're the tenth man on the bench, bro. Exactly. Yeah. There's only but so much you can contribute. Yeah. You're playing against number one on the bench on the other team. Yeah. But I'm gonna toss this over to Ryan. Yes. Because he has a very interesting blog post. You guys should check out on the Nick of Time Joe about tanking, so yes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna toss it over to Ryan. And let him take the lead. Ryan, did you, when you wrote this article, did you just finish watching Zion? <laughs> I, I I just finished watching Zion and then also I finished watching the Knicks versus the Hawks and I was completely disappointed at what I was seeing. Oh, okay, all right. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> so here's my theory. Like I know coming into the season, Fizdale said he's not focusing on wins and losses. He's focusing more on player development. Right. Right? But now the Knicks are in a place now where they've lost nine of their last ten games. They're losing to teams that they should lose to, and they're losing to teams that they should not lose to. That's right. <laughs> so right there, that's the formula where it's like, you know what? It's about time we just tank this season and try to get the <laughs> best pick we can get and get one of these top talents, these top generational talents coming in the, and coming in the next year's upcoming draft. And now here's my thinking because... Right now, the Knicks have the fifth worst record in the league, nine and twenty-five. Jesus. But the team with the worst record in the league, which is at the time the Cavaliers and I think the Chicago Bulls, they're eight and twenty-five. So right now, the Knicks are like basically like a half game out of having the worst record in the league. (laughs) (laughs) Right, wait. Score the tankathon right now. We are third. Okay, so okay, so wait, wow. so we so we even moved up right Pull now. Out yeah, that yeah. No <laughs> logo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give you the percentages, because right. new. We gotta remember it's the new year. It's the new, the new NBA rules for drafting. Mm-hmm. Third, you damn near, you pretty much have the exact same percentage to get the first pick as mm-hmm. first and second. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, breaking it down, Cleveland. Leads the league in losses right now, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, they have a 14% chance of the first round pick. Yeah. Mm. Number two, Phoenix also has a 14% chance at the first round pick, even though they have the second worst record. Mm-hmm. Wow. The Knicks have the third worst record, and they have a 13.3% chance at a first round pick. She. That is a point. <laughs> Seven difference. Right. <laughs> Nothing. <Yeah>. Negligible. <laughs> Nothing. We are in the hunt for Zion. <laughs> exactly. Now the joke. And, and, 
And now here's my plan. If I was the GM for the Knicks running basketball operations. Okay. First of all, Sam Hinkie. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, the main contract I'm getting rid of Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract by any means necessary. Wow. <sighs> The reason why I'm getting rid of Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract is because I feel like this season he has not shown me the growth I needed to see. Wait, 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 wait. I got a question for you, though. Uh-huh. Because Tim Hardaway Jr., right? Yeah. He started out the season great. Yes. He was scoring 24 points a game. Da -da -da -da. Mm-hmm. And then he started going awry. Yeah. He's had plantar fasciitis. Uh -huh. How long has he had that? Three weeks. Which could explain a whole lot. It does. Uh-huh. Cause we all know. We we all know, especially us. We've we been sat down here, this road. We sat yeah. here and talked about how Lance Thomas couldn't perform that a few years ago because of the plantar fasciitis. Yes. So clearly it affects shooting. Clearly. Mm. Now, <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. had a game off. Mm-hmm. Right? Because of the plantar fasciitis. He came back after the game off, mm -hmm. drops 27 points. Okay. So you start to think, is he playing well because he had the game off and he had time to heal? Is he really as bad as what he's showing? Well, in my opinion, I'm thinking about freeing cap space, and I do not want that contract on my damn books. Okay. So whether he's performing well due to... I mean, why'd you say this so aggressively? You said damn books. <laughs> <laughs> you could have said just books, bro. Like, you had the damn to it. That was a little, you know... But go ahead. I just feel like, in my opinion... <laughs> he's... I just feel like, in my opinion, like, he's still an inefficient score for me, and mm. I want to free up cap space to, to, to in the future where... But it's you the know, inefficiency because the plantar fasciitis, though. I don't care. Oh, Man. I don't care. I want. I want that. I want that. I want that seventy mil off the books. Period. Damn. To Damn. me, to me, he's too. In, he's too inefficient of a score, and his defense isn't still not that great. So you're saying he's not worth that seventy plus mil? No, nah, not not at this moment. No. Would you be so, upset if his plantar fasciitis healed, and now he's an efficient scorer on the on the Bulls? The Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Let it happen, and still I don't care. Uh, because 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 the way I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking towards the future. And if we get a big name free agent in the future, then whatever Tim Hardaway Jr. does on another team is irrelevant in my mm. eyes. So you sound like you got a bit of taste in your mouth. Damn, <laughs> yeah, he hurt. That's hurt. Hurt people. Hurt so, people. So <laughs> I know Tim Hardaway Jr. has a big contract, and I know teams are gonna probably probably be looking at that, and they're like, eh. I don't know if we want to take on Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract. Right. So this is where I'm like, this is where I would throw in like a Moody, a Trey Burke, or somebody like that. And possibly a second round pick because I'm trying to get rid of his contract any means necessary. Mm. So shadowing the Exactly. So I'm getting rid of his contract. And and I think after the Knicks get rid of his contract, it's going to be the Knicks have space to sign one big name free agent. Now with Courtney Lee, I'm holding on to Courtney Lee and here's why. What? Because... <laughs> because by, if, if by some miracle I'm able to sign a big-name free agent in this upcoming free agency class, then I think Courtney Lee becomes viable because he, he will help the team win, which is why I'm keeping him one more season just in case. But now say, for example, we're not able to sign nobody, then Courtney Lee would be easier to trade next season because he'll, be he'll be an expiring contract. I, I, I'm going to repeat what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. 
the way the Knicks are playing, we are not getting a big name free agent yeah, coming nah. here by himself. I know, but I'm just that I, is not happening. I know, but I'm just keeping it as a con- so, uh, so, like, so, I'm just keeping it as like a backup plan, like just in case, because I know that if if if, if it's the case <laughs> that we don't get nobody, his contract will be easier to trade. I will say this. I'm saying this. The only way. One free agent, two big name free agents is coming here. Is if two big free name free big name free agents come here, or, and the, and the only way that's going to happen is if Courtney Lee and Tim Hardaway Jr. are both gone. <clears throat> yeah, but 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 listen to my plan though, because you okay. know you cut you cutting in right now. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so if that's the case, I know I can trade Courtney Lee's contract easier next season because he's going to be an expiring contract. Okay. So, with those moves now, with Tim Hardaway Jr. out the picture, say, for example, I'm moving Dotson to the starting lineup because I feel like, you know what, I think Dotson has shown me enough words. Like, he's an efficient scorer and he plays defense. So, I'm going to have him as my starting shooter guard for the rest of the season. But if you, okay, so you, you trade Courtney for expiring contract, so you, you would take on a longer contract, I'm guessing, is what you're saying. No, 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 no. Like, you I'm going to let him get his master plan ex- out, bro. Yeah. As I said, Courtney Lee is being traded next season. I'm keeping him just in keep case. Keeping him this season. Just, 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 just as a veteran presence. Mm-hmm. And as I said, like, if we get lucky. Then he'll be able to help us next season. If not, as I said, he was easy. He'll be easier to trade next season because he'll be an expiring contract and he can possibly help out a contender or whatnot. Hmm. All okay. right. So now, now since we got rid of Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract and we freed up some cap space, as I said, I moved with Damian Dawson to the starting lineup and have him perform in the place of Tim Hardaway Jr. Okay. Have the Knicks continue to continue the course. Okay. Which more than likely they'll just continue to lose. Okay. <laughs> so we land for so for example, we land a top three pick. Whether, right. whether it be Zion, Barrett, whatever the case may be. Okay. Right. So now we're going to have KP for next season. We're going to have Zion, Barrett, somebody like that. And we're going to have Kevin Knox and improve Kevin Knox. So right there we have a... Stronger group. Kevin Knox. It, exactly. So right now we have like a possible big young three that could possibly like take the Knicks into the future. Okay. Next season now, say for example, no big name free agent comes. Same process again. Get rid of Courtney Lee's contract. Have the have the young players play it out, see where we landed next in the next draft, mm-hmm. draft another big talent because more than likely we're going to be in a lottery again, probably, possibly maybe, I don't know because KP might have us win more games, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll have like we'll probably have have a top ten pick maybe late, maybe lower down. Okay. Draft another young player. Pray that that player is a big talent too. But now now say for example we have like a big four. So we have KP, Kevin Knox, Zion Bad, whoever it may be, and another player now. So now we have a big, we have a great young core now. And maybe at that time in 2020, maybe we'll be, we'll have the space now to where we could draft two big name free agents. So if we can add two big name free agents on top of those, on top of those, on top of that young time we have right there in 2020, mm-hmm. I feel like. That will carry the, that will carry the Knicks deep into the future where we can start balling and we can start winning games and actually start making noise. I feel like the only hiccup in that plan is the Courtney Lee thing. Because I don't think people unless Courtney Courtney Lee would have to A play well, but people usually don't take expirings without giving you something a long term. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless you an attach now if you're saying Courtney Lee in a in a pick with it, then mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that, then, that, yes. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. like every pick I'm doing is is like a, to sweeten the deal, where it's like we don't have to, we don't have to like take on any long term deals. Okay, what about Vonley? Well, if Vonley's willing, to, well, if Vonley's willing to sign back for less, I mean, because because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to sign nobody long term. It has to be right. like a, it has to be a one year deal. You know what I'm saying? Vonley's gonna be the Draymond. I'm, I'm, I'm messing. I'm, 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 I'm just making you sweat. Someone else. I know, but but but, 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 I'm, but I'm just saying like everybody we do sign back. Like say for example, we bring we bring back Vonley or whoever else. It's mm-hmm. gonna be one year deals. I'm like I'm not signing nobody to no two three year deals mm. because I'm trying to keep that cap situation flexible. I feel you. Regardless. Right. You gotta hope that Vonley wants to be flexible too. Yeah, because Vonley's gonna get some interest next season. I tell you, absolutely, right now. he's getting interest. Yeah. It's like his ability to handle the ball, his ability to shoot, right, right, paint. Mm-hmm. And he even said like, "Oh, they just they used to just use me for rebounds." Yeah, he's like, "I'm defense. Like, I'm glad like they've actually you know factored me into the offense." And mm-hmm. clearly, he could ball. So, yeah. So essentially, taking away Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping for a big name free agent, but if no one comes, mm-hmm. you're signing role players for a one year deal. Yeah. And then pushing Courtney Lee the next season. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's logical, and I'm saying that because the Knicks don't always practice logic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that I can see that as a scenario, to be honest. Um and it ensures each year that we get a good um, pick in the draft and get a good, you know, selection from there. Facts. You know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> is there anybody off that's untouchable? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. the, only, the only untouchable guys like KP, KP um, Kevin well, Knox. At, Kevin Knox at this moment, I wouldn't trade Kevin Knox for nothing. I, well, I would keep him and have him develop. Trey, I'd keep too. He's developing Mitchell Robinson. I keep him too. Have okay. him develop. Yeah, we need them rebounds and them blocks. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know a lot of people shaky on Frank, but I'm not gonna give up on Frank yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm going I'm going to keep him. Mm-hmm. So that's so interesting. So you'll keep Frank because of his youth. Yeah. Because instead of you know a Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Or a Moutier. Or a Moutier, who's the, actually the, the, performing. The, the, yeah, but Moutier, like as I said, I, if I want to get a, if I want to give it a Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract, I might have to throw in somebody that's actually worth. I like, see. So you, you don't want to get rid of Moutier, but yeah. you're trying to package Tim with somebody that exactly. looks attractive to other teams. Yeah. You know what? Let's get into the Jabari Parker thing. Let's man. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and that's why so, I was so trying we, to find a way to like segue. But let's just jump this right is, in because yeah, because no, um, I think with the Jabari Parker scenario, right? Jabari Parker costs twenty million. Uh huh. And um. Do they have a twenty million team option or something like that? Yeah, yeah, Jamari, team option. Yeah. yeah, Jabari Parker. So, if if you don't know right now, uh, the Bulls are shopping Jabari Parker, right? Uh, he's costing twenty million a season. Mm-hmm. He has two seasons left on his contract this season and next season, but there's a team option. Yeah. So we, if we end up trading for Jabari Parker. We can let him go. It's essentially a salary dump. It's a yeah. sex, it's essentially an expiring contract. Yeah. So, um, now Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract, I believe, is what? 17, 18 million? Eight, yeah, about, yeah, about 18.2 yeah. or something like that. Right. 18. Mm-hmm. So, we can trade Tim for Jabari one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Really? 
Well, yes. And if the Bulls yes. did that, and if the Bulls actually agreed to that, it would be very stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it, we, you know, I mentioned a little earlier about the article that we were reading. Um, and in it, there was there were three main scenarios, I think, right? It was three. The first one was that. Oh, shout out to Tom Beer. Yes. This is his article. Yeah. Um, the initial uh, scenario was that, but it wasn't one-on-one, though. It was like Tim Hardaway Jr. and a second, second round. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It was Tim Hardaway Jr.'s second round pick. You right? know? Yeah. So it's like, okay. Right, because then that would make the 20. He's 18. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. How much is the second round on the books? I'll look that up real right. quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so going. How do you feel about that? Do you think that that's attractive enough? And let's taking into account Tim Hardaway's production. Mm-hmm. The fact that Tim Hardaway's hurt. Yeah. Does that hurt his chances of being moved around? Um, because getting that contract off the books would just be like a weight lifted. Yeah. Um, but how Especially because he's a trade. Tim Hardaway is a, a trade kicker too. Yeah. 50% That's why the fifteen percent or something like that. Yeah, fifty percent trade kicker. Mm. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you think that's even possible? Um, or is, is that going to be attractive to enough teams? I mean, if it's me, if I'm the Bulls front office and the Knicks offer me that, honestly, I wouldn't take it. Honestly, because that fifty fit that that fifty percent <laughs> trade kick is gonna have me like, hmm. And then on top of that, it's like, yeah, you offer me a second round pick, but it's like you have to give me another player to go with that. Like you have to give me right. like a player that's worth it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, me personally, if I'm the Bulls, I'm not taking it. But if I'm the Knicks, if I could get away with that, I would be like, sure. Of course, it's like you know when you see the moves at the negotiation table and they like mm-hmm. write a number down and then they slide it across the table and the guy looks at <laughs> it and goes <laughs> and then slides it right back. <laughs> so, I feel like with that, I feel like uh, the Bulls will probably oh whoever. You know, funny thing is because we just kind of read like we was like, yo, why why is it? Why do they want to trade Jabari so bad? He, well, he averaged, what, 16.6 rebounds a game or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, around that, yeah. And Ryan was saying that he doesn't play defense. So that's the other thing. So that's the other side of this coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. You know, let's just say, uh, you know, in Alice in Wonderland, they accept that, right? <laughs> uh, who are we getting? We're getting Jabari Parker who can put a bucket, but is known for defense, defensive position uh, uh, weaknesses. Um, he's not really quick enough on the perimeter, mm-hmm. not quite long enough in the paint. And we need defense. We need stops. Like, we need stops. Yo, like, can, like, can you imagine? But here's the thing, there. Here's the thing, though. It's essentially a Valerie dump. So if we can get Jabari Parker here to clear uh-huh. book, clear cap space to get a, a big name free yes, agent. Yes, then yeah. it makes, yes. But That's I'm, true as well. But, but I'm just saying, though, can you imagine a front line of Enos Kanta and Jabari Parker? <laughs> <laughs> Two offensive and non-defensive playing. I mean, we kind of already kind of have. I can't imagine <laughs> that. Listen, the right. Knicks right now starting lineup has the second Worst defense in the NBA per 100 possessions. That, that's the starting lineup, man. Uh, so, you asking me if I can imagine it. I don't have to imagine it. I'm looking at it right now. 
I'm just saying though because you know we the Knicks may have the second worst defense of the in the st- of the starting lineup in the in the 100 percent as you said, but I'm just saying like you know with Jabari Parker coming in now with Enos Cantor, the Knicks will go from second to worst. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put him on the bench and and cut him in the se- oh, in the summer. Very true. Yeah. Uh, it's not about playing time, dog. It's yeah, about. It's not. The money. We, money. We're really trying to clear the cap space. Money. And that's yeah. really the <laughs> and, and And I also think that Jabari Parker would help us in our tanking situation as well. So, Right. So that's that's one scenario to consider. The next one, Courtney Lee. Mm-hmm. Mood. Mood. And a second round pick. I personally am not uh, happy about this one. Because I, I'm, per, I'm personally not happy about this one. And I know that you know, it probably would be, a, it could potentially be a good situation for the Knicks, depending on who we get. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like Moutier should be here to develop further. I feel like he could develop into the point guard that we need. Mm-hmm. He's starting to show signs of that. Yeah. You know, so Courtney Lee, up, sad to see you go, but I, I think he's definitely one that needs to be moved. Mm-hmm. One for the direction oh, we're going in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I just wouldn't package Moody, man. Yeah, man. Here's a, that's when it gets tricky for me too, man. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets tricky because, of course, we all know Courtney Lee doesn't really fit in the team. We already have all these guys here who kind of like shooting guard guys that play his role. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, like Dotson to me projects to be a better version. Yeah. of Courtney Lee. Yeah, that mm-hmm. rebounds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And like he's less tentative too. Mm-hmm. Right, like he doesn't head fake you to death. <laughs> 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 so you, <laughs> so you're thinking, all right, I would do Courtney Lee, second rounder, okay, mm-hmm. Moutier. Oh man, it's I like, feel like that's an asset to hold on to for right it now. It might be, um, it might be like it. You think about it. You think about it. Mm-hmm. Right. If if I knew someone was coming for sure, right. But then, how do you know that you exactly? Mm-hmm. Like the way, like you said, Stephen A. Smith is saying the whispers are going. The whispers are going silent. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like, uh, if I knew someone was coming, I think I would. I might do it, mm-hmm. especially if it's like a Kyrie where we're gonna need a point guard anyway. Yeah, right. And that's an upgrade, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe even a KD. Clearly, I would. Do, yeah, I would definitely do it for KD. But yeah. we don't know. Yeah. And I think differently, obviously. Of, co- um, of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> but but but, but my, my only thing is that the wrong players included. It shouldn't be Courtney Lee. It should be Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, but, but, that but, almost mirrors what you were saying. I know, but um, yeah. but we. I don't think it's gonna happen. But 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 here's my only issue with this because I feel like, I feel like Courtney Lee's been a pretty good servant to the club. Okay. I I really don't want to. I really wouldn't want to trade him to a situation like the Bulls, where it's like it's another trash team. Like if possible, like yeah. I, I would like I would rather trade. Courtney you want to give him a reward? Exactly. For all I would. I would oh, now now you're a moral. You want to give him a purple ah. heart? <laughs> 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 I, I, to be I, honest I, with you, I don't even know if the Bulls would take Courtney Lee either, considering he has like a couple of years on his contract. Yeah, right. exactly. Like I don't even know if any of these scenarios are actually yeah feasible. Really, I mean, some people will say, "Well, it's the Bulls." So you just never know. <laughs> because where are they ranked again right now? Like the, the second worst? Um, the, um, the, well, I think Knicks are over them right now. I think they're fourth. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Knicks are fourth. I mean, I mean, Bulls are fourth. Knicks are third. Jesus Christ. Well? I, <laughs> the other scenario, though. 
Oh, with Courtney right. Lee. Right, so this one, mm-hmm. yeah, Courtney Lee, Dodson, mm-hmm. Burke for Parker. Now we good, fam. Oh, really? Oh, you don't want to get rid of your boy? <laughs> no, I don't want to get rid Trick of Dotson. Trick or I don't want to get rid of yeah, Dodson. Yeah, I don't want to get rid of Dodson. Yeah, no, 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 no. But that's what I'm saying, like... Yeah, now Dodson... Can I slide out? A Dotson and put it in a second round? I would do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but then yeah. that almost well, I think I would get rid of Burke before we get rid of Moody, bro. Yeah, the, but my, my only thing is that like Burke's been inconsistent this season. That's why I'm like I don't know if he'd be as appealing. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't right. know. I don't know if a team would really. But jump there's on that. teams that would find a use for him. I feel the def- teams mm-hmm. that need a just a facilitating point guard, someone that can give you the mid range jumper. Burke is a guy I feel like I feel like anybody on the Bulls is gonna have a tough time to be honest with you. Like I feel like Burke and actually and Courtney Lee too are guys who would flourish in like a winning situation right. where they have like a defined role and you can you can be this. Right. Yeah. Like Burke would be dope if he got consistent minutes and you're like a scoring guard coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Right. Right now we have so many guards, it's kinda hard for him to give minutes and that's why it seems like it makes sense to move him. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I definitely think moving Burke is a, is a good idea for him and the team, really. Mm-hmm. Not to say he's not an asset to the team, but just for all the reasons we've stated before. Um, and I'm just Team Moutier right now. I think we need to keep him. Yeah, Moutier, yo. Moutier, yo, really, Moutier messed everybody's up. Yo, Moutier, yeah, right, his, his, his no, Moutier and Trier yes. together blew everything up. Yeah, because yeah. they're... Well, Trier, I think no one really expected him to be the scoring beast that he was. Right. Yeah. And then Moutier's exponential improvement is like, oh, now what do we do? Yeah. I mean, and it's, I guess, a good dilemma to have, but... <laughs> Especially with the with the coach talking about talking about um, playing Trier as a point guard at times. Like, when you Bad talk about move, trading... first off. When you talk about playing trading Trier as a point guard <laughs> mm-hmm. and... You have Burke and Frank and Moutier. And, like, right. it starts to get crowded. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, yes, where are yeah, these minutes exactly. coming from? So you start to think, like, exactly. ah. Exactly. And, and you know, so I just thought of something right now, which would probably be like a master class move. Say, for example, okay, we're going to trade. Say, say for example, the trade goes to Tim Hardaway Jr., Emmanuel Moutier, to another team. You have to remember, Moutier is about to be a free agent. So say, for example, we trade Moutier to another team and he helps them out. And then we bring him back next season because he's going to be a free agent. Be like, you know what? We're going to sign you for like such and such deal and bring him back next season. Ah, man. You know how that goes. Usually when you get traded, they ain't coming back that next season. That's like that's like a... It's fun. It's e- I feel like it's easier to get teams how many to bring you take, back. How many seasons did it take for Tim to come back? Was it two? Yeah, it had to be like mm-hmm. a change in the guard. You know what I'm saying? Like Tim came back because the old guy was gone. You know what I mean? Phil was yeah, out of here. Yeah. Oh, it's new regime. Dang, the wicked witch exactly. is dead. Like if I'm if I'm the GM and I trade you five months ago to bring you back next, it's like I don't know if I trust you though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what What are you doing up there? Exactly. <laughs> Would you, like me personally, somebody traded me and uh-huh. they asked me to come back like three months later. I'm like, I thought you didn't want me over there, exactly. man. Exactly. Uh, I mean, if, if that I'm, happens, I'm 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 charging you. Yeah, it has. And that's it. what Timmy did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it it has happened before, though. I'm just saying, like it it has happened before. <laughs> I, I, Fizz, Fizz is is the trump card in that situation. I feel like it's it's he can even, finesse. He can finesse. But he, even Ryan mentioned that it makes me it reminds me of that Herb Williams. Remember, Akam, Every time he turned around, 
he always came back to the Knicks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Herb Williams was they here for like 100 million. They just never could get years. rid of him. What? <laughs> Next season, like, wait a minute, is that? Is he sitting on the bench again? Assistant <laughs> coach, man. <laughs> Every is like they would get rid of him, and then the next season he's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, we Herb, we really don't want you on this. Go go back to the Knicks, man. You know that shit. Don't mess with uh, Knicks legend Herb Williams. Well, no, listen, he's a legend. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm you, just you, you know what, calling man? it like I see it. You know what, man? Mention it. I miss seeing him on the Knicks bench. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, me too. Bring yeah, yeah, back Herb. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bring back. I'm getting that shirt going. Bring her back. That's it. Hashtag yeah. People, people going to think about weed. <laughs> <laughs> bring um, back her. <laughs> Stay <laughs> off the That's weed. <laughs> oh, man. Better make that, so, better not I mean, make that shirt green. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking about benches and changes in the lineups, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about... Um, these starting lineups that we've been seeing. And not only the starting lineups alone, but their production from the starting lineups. Uh, we can go down the line, man. Like, I like... I like some of what's happening with this Knicks team. Uh-huh. But then there's, there's certain... Like, the defense, right? We have all offensive players on the court and we're expecting them to play defense. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very true. <laughs> like, they're not good at defensing. They've never been good at defensing. <laughs> like, the only guy, like I said before, the only guy good at defensing is Von Lay. That's true. Yeah. Every, somebody, you know, somebody else probably needs to be in there like to stop the bleeding. Mitch could be good once he learns how to jump straight up. Yeah. Because his recovery is so quick, man. Like, but just jump straight up, man. Anyway. Yeah, but I like Moutier on the offense end. Yes. Yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. On the offensive end, sometimes. I mean, yeah. I, well, well, for this last month, I have not liked him on the offensive end. Yeah, he could come off the bench. Yeah, but I don't know if it's a plan to fire or what, but yeah. he hasn't been yeah. doing well. Kevin Knox, though. Improvement. Yeah, can we get a pause with Kevin Knox? I'm getting of it. Course. I, I'm getting it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he woke the f up. Yo. <laughs> Kevin Knox has been balling ever since that whole thing about... Him being soft. Him being soft and motor. Like, he's stepped... What's his... Daniel, what is his numbers the last six games? I know he's scored 15 points. Uh, if, if you go to ESPN.com, they'll be able to tell you, tell you, like, I think, previous 10 games, I think. I'm pretty sure he's been averaging close to, like, around 18 for the last <laughs> six or seven games. But I, I guess I guess Ed's going to look that up. But I love what Knox is doing mm -hmm. on the offensive side of the ball Yo. for the most part. Like, I love how aggressive he's been. Yo. I love the three-point shot is immaculate. He's shooting for 42% from three. Yo, I, honestly, that dude's jump is beautiful, though. It's be And it's funny because... I think we talked about it early in the season. When he was missing the jumpers, it looked beautiful. Yeah. It looked all like it was in line. He was just hunting them. He was shooting them a little too much. Yeah. He's ended up mixing up his game going off, um, going inside and out. Yeah. Obviously, the coaches told him that they want him to be more aggressive going to the hole and finish stronger. And as a result, he's trying to 
facial everyone pause go into the hall pause what did I say pause no you got it first time so um the last 10 games his points per game were 16.8 points per game 16.8 points per game yep uh rebound six about six rebounds field goal percentage 41% well, I mean, he still needs to become a bit more efficient, but overall, I still like his um improvement. Yeah, I was overall, saying, but yeah. even the forty one is a, is an improvement, though. Yeah, he yeah, was in yeah, the 30s. definitely, yeah. Not bad. And that from like a rookie, you like you like what I said. And I've even seen some games where he's played pretty good defense. He's his help his help defense has been pretty good. You know what? I think Knox might be one of those players where it's like his defense. His defense may depend on how he's doing on the offensive end. Like, if he's really scoring on the offensive end, mm-hmm. he'll play really good defense. But if mm-hmm. he's struggling, he might struggle to stay focused on the defensive end. He seems like that type of player to me. That's a fact. And um, you know what, too? I know he's had problems um finishing games because he's always had these fast starts. Yeah. Right? Like, the, 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 the Hawks game, he had, like, 17 points in one quarter. At the half, at the half, he had like twenty one points, I believe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And but he's like finished, ended up finishing with twenty one, I think. Nice. You know, he finished with twenty four. Twenty four. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what happens? Um, I don't remember who I was listening to, but they were saying that to be an elite scorer in this league, it takes a different level of conditioning. So you might be in great basketball playing shape, mm-hmm. but think about Swin Cash. Oh, yeah, yes. Swin. Yes. yes. Yo, you know what? Yes. We need to have Swin Cash more. Yeah, I, yo, on, I love on, her. On, on the post-game show. I she, love her. Honestly, yo, man. her she, breakdown, oh, amazing. immaculate, immaculate. And, and, you know, but he, he needs to have a different level of conditioning because of the amount of times he has to, not the first time, second time, he has to find that third option sometimes, and that's running off screens and... He runs out of gas, and again, he's he's young, so he's gonna hit the wall. That's gonna happen to me, but that's a learning curve. But I feel like next season, mm-hmm. yeah, he's wow. gonna be ready because Moutier's issue last season was conditioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this season now, he's good. So yeah. I feel like Kevin Knox is that that's gonna be that's his what's gonna take him to the next level to be able mm-hmm. to finish the game because like the least scores they don't get tired. Yeah, yeah they don't. They don't get yeah. tired. You know. So you think it's because. This, the second halves have been poor because he doesn't have the conditioning. I, I feel like that's because he runs out of gas. I can see that because his, his the thing with Knox has always been the motor, right? Uh-huh. He's maybe probably always been trying. Maybe he's like preserving energy. He's trying to preserve the energy for the whole game. That's right. why he's motor. Mm-hmm. But th- these last games, he's been going all out the first two quarters. Yeah. 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 So it's possible that you're right, that mm-hmm. it could be the motor. I, I, yeah. I, to me, I feel like that's really what it is. And also, I think you have to take into account, too, the amount of games the Knicks have played this season because right now the Knicks have played 36 games, and that's like a typically a college basketball season. Right. That's right. right. Yeah, so... So he's probably hitting the wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has been injured. I mean, he has been injured um for a lot of the season. Yeah, that but, too, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he goes. I, I like the direction Knox is going in, though. Yeah, most definitely, yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, recapping the starting lineup, Moutier, you're liking. Yes. yes. Tim Hardaway Jr. Bench. Wow. It's like, do we need Timmy to win, though? Like, no. Nope. What do you think? No, I still have a hard time thinking about that because when we didn't have him 
before that Chicago game, and they were like the worst team, mm-hmm. and we lost with them doubling Trier at the two. It was like, man, maybe we do need him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's like, like even a he's not making, face. even like, if he's not making the shots, he's like causing, yeah. he's like attracting so much attention. Like a safeguard, man. He's giving, he's giving the assists sometimes. He's, yeah, cause... but I think he can attract attention off the bench, though. Oh, God. Shut <laughs> So speaking of um, Harvard, we might as well get into it. We kind of touched on it the entire episode in bits and pieces, but. We're looking at Tim Hardaway Jr.'s performance in the beginning of the season. 20-plus player, get you Mm 20-plus, making those 70-plus million numbers. Kind of. Yeah. But then um, last, uh, let's say, 8 to 12 games, not so much, man. Yeah, I mean, we kind of touched on it. It did, we yeah. did a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But we alluded to the fact that maybe the injury was playing more of a part than we thought it was. Mm-hmm. I think so, yo. I think that's what it is. I think... I don't know. It's possible. It's, okay. it's possible. So, it's very possible. It's, I've been kind of hard on him for a long for, for this month. Until As you if you've been listening out. to this podcast, we're talking about coming off the bench and... Until you found out about his injury. I softened on him a little bit. But then if he's injured, shouldn't he still come off the bench? Yeah. I mean, listen... I feel like he needs to just sit and rest that shit. I think I think there's another question though to be asked. I think the question now is is Tim Hardaway a junior an injury prone player? Uh, I mean <sighs> if I mean if you look at the past few seasons, it seems like that might be the case. Plant plantar fasciitis ain't something that disappears overnight. Yeah, that ain't nothing to mess with. Especially if you've been playing night in and night out. You know what? And I kinda wanna give him props too because it's not it's not. It's easy. not easy to play. You, to you know play what it is? Through that, no, okay, because I've had it actually. I played with it, and it's easy to play, kind of to play with it. But it's after you stop playing, mm-hmm. and you sit down. So basically, plantar fasciitis. This is the bottom part of your foot. This is what's sore. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is it like shortens somehow. First, now people listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. He, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so basically, I'm, it's the bottom part of your foot. I mean, those are on YouTube. You can see what I'm doing. But bottom part of your foot and like the 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 tendons there mm-hmm. get sore and then they get shortened. So now instead Yeesh. of you having a full range of motion, you don't have it. And it's very painful. Very painful. Uh, it's painful after you stop. Like you feel a soreness while you play. Mm-hmm. After you get off it and you sat down for a while and try to get back up. Mm-hmm. It's so painful, so I can see how that could be, and they're pl- and that's me playing recreationally. Yeah, you can yeah. imagine the NBA speed. Yeah, for sure, and the frequency that they gotta play, and the way Fizz wants them to play, and that yeah. also kind of explain too. That can kind of also explain how Timmy has to kind of warm. You notice Timmy has to warm up; like his shots don't usually fall in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So that's the thing too. That injury, the way they say to to really help fix it, to rehab that, you have to roll something on the bottom of your foot and you have to stretch. Like, you got to stretch so much to compensate for the tightening. So I was like, I can see, I can see that. I can see that being an issue. But then again, if that's the situation, one of two things needs to happen. One, sit out, rest it till it's 
where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Or two, you're still on a play that's cool as your body. Come off the bench. And that's the thing, too. Like, to, to Ryan's point, too, we got, like, how many wins now? Nine wins. Nine <laughs> wins. My guy got plantar fasciitis. We got 27 million guards on this team that need to look. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Tim, I mean, and Fizz. Free Dot, bro. Free Dot. Free put him, like. <laughs> free Burger. Free Frank. <laughs> free Burger. <laughs> free everybody. Free everybody. <laughs> there. It's like, dog. No, that's crazy. It's like, man, it's like. We have so many guards here who need burn. We're not going anywhere now. And Fizz, I understand Fizz is, is a competitor. Uh-huh. And he's sitting there. He's like, because a reporter asked him, Yo, should we sit Timmy? Because he has a bad he has bad feet. Right. Like, should we sit him? And he's like, no, I'm trying to win. We need Timmy. Like, eh. I, I don't know what that 9-25 and 25 record, Fizz. I don't know. Let's be real, Fizz. And I know, he, I, I know it's got to be hard. For somebody like Fizz with a competitive nature to sit and be like, all right, we're just going to collect these losses, mm-hmm. you know, keep playing around with these lineups, see who's got what. Yeah. He wants to put the team in that's going to win, so it's like... It's not... It's like, it might be time, dog. It might, yeah. it might be time. We lost to Atlanta, Phoenix, and the Cavs. Mm-hmm. It beat the Celtics and the Bucks. We beat this and Charlotte. And Charlotte. With and, a Kimber Walker playing. And we took Portland toe-to-toe. <sighs> yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> Me neither. And I know you said that uh, this is like the curse of a young team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's going to be inconsistencies. Yeah. But I guess my question is, where is the inconsistency coming from? The, we, don't have the, we don't have the horses, dog. We just don't have the horses. Like, like, like we're we going down the start lineup, right? Moody it. Tim Hardaway Jr., mm-hmm. Kevin Knox, Vonley, and right, and Enos Cantor. Mm-hmm. Right? Think, so you yeah. have all these guys here who, who who are our best offensive guys, but they're not really defensive. They're like players. role players on a so that's so funny. We have a starting lineup of role players or like bench players on other teams. Like they're yeah, players yeah, basically. They're players who are trying to find themselves. Okay. Players who are just now finding themselves, so they're not be able to be able to do it consistently. Yeah. So and and they're players who are offensive players who can't defend. Like our ever since that lineup started going, it was scoring a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Our assists are going up. We were bottom of the league in assists, twenty ninth, like at 29th. As soon as Moutier's come in, we we're more middle of the pack, like sixteenth, eighteenth okay. range. Like things have gone back, gotten better, but we're still bottom of the league in defense, mm-hmm. and we have we don't have. Guys who are good at both on this team. We have guys who are either good at offense or guys who are either or good at the, defense. That's yeah. the hard thing. You know, we need a, we need some players that can play both sides of the ball well. We need some more three and D players. Mm-hmm. We need, you know, because when you think about it, defense is about desire and wanting to do it. Yeah. And defense also goes back to conditioning because that's the thing that tires you out. It ain't the offense. It's the defense. It's the yeah, defense, the defense is what you tires you out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Let's take a Moutier. I think that's the next thing that he needs to focus on. Oh, hell yeah. And I, Oh, Fizz said it. Fizz was like, when guys go in the gym to practice their game, they're not doing defensive slides on their own. Nope. Nah. He goes, look at <laughs> he goes, look at Tim Legler. You think he went, not Tim Legler, um, Wally. He's like, you think Wally was going in there doing defensive slides? He's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> he was putting up them shots. Hey, all yeah. day long. But it's like, 
it's a mentality I think that needs to be developed by those offensive players. Yeah, and, but then it's like, do we do? Are we? Do we have to? This is why it's a lineup question. Like, do we have to insult, insert some defensive players in the starting lineup? I think we should. It's like who who should go? Like, what should the new starting lineup be? If that's the case, uh, I mean, I'm already an advocate of um, Tim Hardaway Jr. going to the bench. You for know, so who would you put in? Right. Yeah, for Dotson. Um, Where would we put Frank at if we need defense? I mean, right, I mean to be honest about it, like I think right now Frank is kind of shut out just because Moody is playing so. No, well. yeah, yeah, no, no, I wouldn't even yeah. put him at the point. I would even. I, I would have him. He'd be the point guard off the bench. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So we have Moody starting, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, you said put in Dot for Tim. Yeah. Now what about I, center though? Here's the thing, Mitch. Uh, yeah, the, Mitch, Mitch is uh, Mitch right is out. Now. Yeah, he's hurt right now. Mitch right. is out. But how long is he hurt for? I think they said like I think they gave an update. They gave an update today. I think they said that he's supposed to be out. I think for one to two more weeks. I think. And what is it? He had a sprained ankle. Yeah, he has a high ankle sprain. Yeah, and I know okay. they said Trier is coming back on Christmas Day against the Bucks, so we're gonna see Trier. Of course, he was playing Christmas yeah. Day. Oh yeah, of course, of course. So what about this? Enos, what about Enos Cantor? I like. Here's the thing mm -hmm. too. Luke Cornett came in and gave us a win versus the Charlotte. I like yeah. Luke. Cause I like, like, yeah, I like Luke. Like too. he's been playing well lately. I Yo, like Luke. Our defense have been so bad that the our coach has been playing zone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk yeah. about that for a minute. What game was it that they played zone? The um, Charlotte game. The Charlotte game. Yeah. And granted, we won that game barely. We lost the lead. Mm -hmm. But that zone, bro, this ain't college. Nah, man. And But Fizz says we have college players. Well. What does that say? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, this is not college. We have college players, clearly. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then all these NBA players are going to do is laugh at you and shoot you out of that zone. As a matter of fact, that's how the Suns beat the Knicks because the Suns sh shot the Knicks out that zone pretty you much. You cannot play zone in the in the league. The it, best way to bust that zone up is to shoot out of it. Here's the thing. It worked with the Charlotte because they didn't see it coming. Okay, okay. Again, let's go, we go back to that's, the Jeremy that, Lin. That's... The Jeremy Linism. It was the surprise factor. This is the Linism. It, it, right? And also, I would say also this, Glute Cornette kind of uh, played a better zone defense than Cantor. Because mm, yeah. in that Charlotte game, when Cantor mm. was out and Luke Cornette was in, uh, it looked a lot It looked a lot different. It looked a lot different, man. He was going to... Luke Cornette was like, this is my time to shine. Yep. And then he was hitting threes <laughs> on top of that. Yeah. On top of that. I think he ended the game with like 13 points, I think. Yeah, on his... Yeah, on his... Yo. So, okay. Man. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, here's, a, here's a question, though. Yes. Would you give Cornette some starting burn and have Enos Kanter come that's off the exactly bench? That's exactly where I was. So I think I that's... Was going, that's where I was yeah, getting to. Yeah, because... Like, it's, like, I know... That's the, needed. I know the coach isn't going to do it right now because it seems kind of abrupt. Yeah. To have a guy who was just in the G League just start over you yeah, as soon as he gets what, in. Though? Like, right now... Okay, and I guess this goes hand in hand with the tanking idea, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> if that's truly the direction... That the Knicks should go in. Mm -hmm. Yo, throw him in. What, at this point, what harm is it going to do? Yeah, it's drastic. Mm -hmm. What harm is it going to do? Enos Cantor's ego. Because you, <laughs> know, but, but, but you know the dot tweets are coming. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Enos Cantor, quote unquote, is a team player and wants to do what's best for the team. Enos Cantor 
is a, in a contract. Yo, Gerald, let me ask you. Ed, yo. <laughs> yes. He called him by his government. You want to tell you my bad, man. No, that's cool, man. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Okay. If you knew that you had to pay a certain amount of minutes and get a certain amount of numbers to make a difference between $10 million and $1 million. Oh, no, of course. <laughs> I want those extra minutes. I need that 10. Exactly. <laughs> Are you going to be like, well, you know, Luke nah, Cornette should get nah, more. Right. Okay, okay, so so for example, right? Like, if you, if I, if there was going to be an extra $9 million, if my next $9 million is was on, was on, on line for me, and Ryan's going to start over me, Ryan, I'm sorry. So if he doesn't play a certain amount of minutes, he's going to get dropped down to the... Uh, it's going to be very hard to come to the negotiating table next season. Right, if, if your numbers is if, if your, your numbers, numbers is down. down, right. I mean, I, I still think it's possible to where you can start Cornette and have Enos Cantor play his usual minutes, though. It just right, because like, like, that's be a situation starting. that's happened. Also, like the person who starts, you can still balance out the minutes. Like he can still get those minutes, still get his ten. Mm-hmm. You know, but he just doesn't start. I, 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 I'm just, Luke is such. A, I feel like his energy is so good out the gate, man. I feel like it'd be. What's the harm in trying it? What's the harm in trying? It? I feel mm-hmm. you. Because right now, we don't look good at all. Nah, yeah. man. You and know, learning curve or not, we don't look good. And man. I'm not even sure if Enos is going to be here long term. So it's like, it's it's very weird situation for Enos right now. Like, it would be yeah. cool. Right. I don't know. It, it might be good to move him. I, I don't even know. With who and to where? And, and we don't have the front court depth to move him. Right. Yeah, that too. I mean, unless you're going to bring Cornette, you know... For the rest of the season, have him, have him, you know, on the bench, and then, have, and then when Mitch come back, you put, you give Mitch the starting spot, and and, and, and you know, you're gonna still have Vonley there too. So I mean, yeah, but maybe maybe it might work. It works. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, Mitch first of all has weary. Yeah, he, he's the, the ticky tack injuries he has, man. Uh huh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I could I, I could count him to Who's survive that, a Mitch? whole yes. Survive a whole season. When you look at his I mean, frame, and he can't, he he can't stay out of foul trouble, man. Wait, there's uh-huh. a couple of things. When you look, first off, he's very tough, so I like that. But when you look at his frame, it's very easy to bump this guy off his his, his center. It looks like. Yeah, like that's a, one. Yeah, like when he played Blake Griffin. Oh boy, Blake Griffin threw that Yo, around like a rag. Blake though, Griffin man. was like a tree, and he was just yeah, moving. man. So that's the first thing. The other thing is the foul trouble. And using his hands to play defense. Slide your feet. Jump straight up. Mm-hmm. And granted, he's been getting better, but it's going to take some time. So I don't know, right. man. So again, there's a learning curve. So we need to take all those, all of these factors we got to... It's kind of tiring when you just want to watch the game. <laughs> but yeah, all, man. All these factors, you got to take them into consideration when it, you know, decisions with lineups and who's starting and eventually who's going to get moved around. But... You know, matter of fact, um, y'all can keep talking for a while because it just it, an idea just rose to me right now. I want to check Isaiah Hicks stats in the G League. Oh, the two. I see what you did there. Uh, so what uh, I'm uh, just saying is, I see what you did. There. If we do end up moving Enos, slide Isaiah Hicks, bring him back up. Yo. He has a two way. We haven't even used any days on him yet. Right. Yo. Right. 45. When is the 45-day mark? Um, How many games have we played so far? 
Like 30? Yeah, we played 36. 36. 30, you played 36 games. So another, what, like, another six games? We could have them for, like, the whole season, pretty much. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, really? like, right? Is it, is it, you, do y'all is it a two-way win? contract? Mm-hmm. Is uh-huh. what? It's like 45 days. Yeah, though. I think it's 45. Yeah. It's not 45. I'm thinking games. So maybe that won't work. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, do you want to know his stats in the G League? Though? Yes, please. What, what in 29.3 minutes, he's scoring 16.4 points a game. Okay. 50% from the field he's shooting. Ooh. And let's see, 7.8 rebounds a game. Not bad. 1.8 blocks per game. All right, in I the, mean, in the G League. Well, it's the G League. Right. It is still the G League, but exactly. it's a it's a nice little sign. Yeah, it is. So we may have some options there. We may have some options, and you, you never know too. We also have a two way uh, contract available as well. Hmm. Yeah, because Tris signed the um. The NBA deals, so that mean that mean that opens up a slot for that two way deal, right? Yeah, so maybe yeah. we can find another guy, another two way power forward, and switch it between him and Hicks. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so maybe it's a possibility that Kanta could be moved. Maybe. 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 I don't know what deal would look like with that for that though. I'm like, I don't know if you get like a pick back, like a second rounder back. Or, I don't know. Right, yeah. Right. Right. Because I mean. Right now, Cantor can Cantor will still give you a consistent double double every yeah, game. Yeah, like he could definitely help a playoff team. Yeah. No, of course, of course, definitely. But that yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's starting lineup, man. I would so switch many, it up. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's time I think, to switch it up. I think there's there's no harm in it at this point. <clears throat> that's what I'm thinking. Get some defenders in the starting lineup. Yeah. Get because here's it does two things. One, it gives other people you know chance to show what they could do. You can kind of gauge where you put them next season. And two, it might get us some wins against teams we're supposed to beat. I don't even but, think games we'll see. This 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 um we gotta stretch this coming up is gonna be brutal dog. Here's yeah, the thing, very, here's the thing. But very. you know, for you to say that this for this market to be marketable to free agents, like you said, we gotta be able to win something. Even if, you know, mm-hmm. at least we gotta be able to beat the teams we're supposed to beat. Yeah. That's a fact. So it's like or at least show some KP. Yo, KP is supposed to be coming back soon. Oh, not coming back soon, but they're gonna oh, reevaluate him in February. Yeah, February. Yeah, yeah. He started. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's yeah. definitely good. Good news. By the way, I don't know if you guys out there in YouTube land can see the poor Zingod hat that he's rocking right now. Yes. Custom design. Go to the nickatimeshow dot com. Get that merch. We got bags, hats, Shirts. all of that. Holy Shirts. Word. I'm. I'm. Look at the. St- look. I mean, he's he's nah. rocking everything right now. Exactly. The we stand with Oak shirt. Oh yeah, man. He came carrying his his computer in the in the fizz bag. Oh, you know. Yeah. So yo, show that to the people right quick, man. <laughs> fizz bag on deck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Listen, any all. This is all for the camera too. I'm I'm I'm, I'm pocketing everything for a camera. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we need a new camera. You yeah. saw you saw the the episode last week with Anthony Yo, MSG and the so, quality of that. So we're trying to we're trying to keep that quality up. Again, stay tuned, man. We're gonna give you guys an opportunity to be a part of the Nick of Time Show family and to contribute to the continued success of the show to keep giving you that Nick's content. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, facts, facts. And let me give the Chris Stasporzingis update real quick. Yes. Uh, Chris Stasporzingis knee is healing well. Uh, he's participating in one on zero 
Non-contact drills. Shooting so, in the gym. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you know they were they were with him shooting in the, in the gym. You know. <laughs> yeah. He said, yeah, he's in there with coaches, and he will be reevaluated in February, mid February. So yes. Look out for that. All right. And man. I heard he's dunking and shooting. Okay. We like the sounds of that. Yeah, shooting threes and dunking. Most definitely. And I have a message for the Knicks front office. By no means necessary you bring KP back this season. I disagree. <laughs> I want the Knicks to continue to lose games. Yeah. <laughs> fall, 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 fall into the top three. Road to Zion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and have KP come back healthy and good to go next season. Let's enjoy my world. So, listen. <laughs> listen. I think people a little. I think people are getting ahead of themselves with this KP coming back early thing though. Like KP is not gonna come back like KP. KP is gonna suck. Yeah. When he first gets back, he hasn't played organized basketball for a year. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not coming back dropping thirty points a game with ten rebounds. And, like he's gonna be rusty as hell. He has to get his NBA timing back. He has to get some stuff back. So I don't mind him coming back. And getting some reps in to get some of that rust off. Like, if he's 100% healthy. He's going to be in a minutes restriction anyway. Yeah. I don't think he's really going to give us that really, like, give us more wins, really. I think he's just going to be getting the rust off. Especially if he's, what, come back, what, February, March? <laughs> I mean, I'd rather him get that rust off in preseason and and fight off that rust in the in the, at the beginning of the regular season next season. <sighs> I'm so torn. I'm so torn because I see both arguments. Because initially, I was like... Let KP sit out the rest of the season. We saw what Derrick Rose did, and he took his time to come back. Mm-hmm. He was better. Granted, he's still kind of accident prone, injury prone, really. But he's not. He's playing. He's out here right now. No, now he's good. Yeah, now he's, he's good. Yeah, he's cool right now. Yeah. Now he's good. I mean, but we that's the that's the Nick story, you know. <laughs> but um, you know, I just don't want to risk re injury, and I'm sure they're gonna you know evaluate, reevaluate, make sure that he's ready to go. Right, right. You know, but I would, I personally initially wanted him to sit out the rest of the season. This season's a wash. There's no reason for him to like help us get higher up based on the number of wins. But, I also see your argument which has got me questioning how do I really see the KP situation playing out? Because getting those NBA reps in, he's gonna need his getting his timing and not just his own timing, but his timing in regards to everyone else and where they like to be on the floor. And that's the other thing I was gonna say too. I feel like having seeing KP with these new pieces around him. Exactly. It's like it's gonna kind of gauge on like okay who fits well with who because yeah. right now we got Cantor in there with Vonley and. Like you have can't you have KP in there with Vonley. That's a whole right. other story. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. that's that's a pretty good combination. So man. you start to think, okay, these guys who need defense have KP in there now. He's a defender. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see how that that group works out. Let's get some reps in because we don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So I I think. All right, final answer for me. I wouldn't mind them coming back this season. Putting some reps up. I mean, since you put it like that, I wouldn't mind either, but it got to be like something like the last 10 games. Yeah. Like that. And, <laughs> and, 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 no, of course. He, he is did. focused on the tank. And yeah. Then, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Pull out that No Limit logo. Uh, you can't hold me. <laughs> you can't off me. Oh, man. Well, it's not going to work. 
We will see <laughs> <laughs> how this turns out. Because that starting lineup needs a shakeup. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we have actually gotten to that part of the show where we have the ooh, ooh picks. Um, didn't really have any because of I may have blocked some outs because of my level of disappointment, especially that Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Um, Jay, you have any? Uh, oh, I know you said you had a few ooh picks, right? Yeah. Or one or two or. I got one or two, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Oh man, all right. So um, I'll get my first ooh pick because to uh to Vonley. Okay. There was a play versus the Hawks. Really. Yes, I know we lost the game. <laughs> listen, listen, Edson, we lost a lot of games. I know, yeah, it was very dark. Right? We lost know, every I know, game. I know, I know, I know, but there was some nice stuff that there of was, course, there was of course. There's, there's always. I think was it Vince Carter who was trying to take the ball from him on one end of the court? Well, like it was way, an entry pass and shout out to Vince Carter. Oh, yeah, he like forty two. You, you know what? Still I think I, balling I, out. I, I know this old pick. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Vince Carter was trying to steal an entry pass. Yes. Uh, Von Ley reached in and got it and got beat. And then I, I don't remember who was that rotated at center. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna try to stop Von Ley. And nah, dog, it wasn't happening for me. Von <laughs> Ley yeah. rose up, banged it on him. Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> <laughs> chest to chest, facial, pause. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yammed it on him. Yammed. Mm. Just in, yeah, just, just in time for Christmas dinner. Exactly. <laughs> Games. <laughs> oh, man. And there was some Knox highlights, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There was some Knox highlights. There was one when, um, like, Vonley tried to set a screen, and he, like, dribbled left, and then started to go right, and kind of did some some fake spin move, and came back around, squared up, and hit a jumper. Mm-hmm. And, um... One of the Hawks' faces. That was nice. I like that one. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, there was an Upe that was nasty. I forgot who. Was it Moutier? Moutier tried to throw a alley oop to Knox and then Knox banged it, but he didn't. Oh, Dang. yeah, yeah, he missed it, right? He missed it, but no, it was... No, but if yeah. he caught that... It was, oh, my That was almost like the almost dunk that Von Ley had. Uh, I can't remember who was on, but he was trying to... Bury that guy. I was like, oh, how did you miss that? That was yeah, the highlight yeah. of the week. Oh, that was the Sixers game. Okay, that was the Sixers game. Okay, I'm sorry. The Sixers game, Kevin Knox flashed at the top of the key and ended up cutting hard. Moody found him with a nice bounce pass. Yes. He rose up and tried to bang it. And it, it didn't quite make it, but it was nice. I liked it. So. Exactly. We didn't get that away. And then I think Moody actually had an alley-oop to Knox on a fast break. Mm-hmm. In the Atlanta game? I believe it was the Atlanta game. I think it was, was it one of those little underhand oh, okay. I think, yeah. Moody is starting yeah. to have like a patent like alley oop Yeah, yes, now. yes, yes, mm-hmm. yep. And it's his timing. Like he, he, he's, I'm, I'm impressed with him. I am impressed with Moody and his development. Right. Yeah. I am impressed with Fizz that he's able to do that. Word. Imagine what Fizz is going to do with KP. 
Imagine what Fez is Yo. going to do with KP. If he can do that with Mood. Yo, listen. He's sitting there waiting. He's sitting there waiting for KP to get done. Oh, he's salivating there. Yo. <laughs> mm. But yeah, that, those are my oop picks. Oh, man. You got any, Ryan? Only have one oop pick. Okay. I mean, usually seeing the Knicks lose like this, I'd, I'd have no oop picks. But, you know, I feel like I'll be nice. This, it's um, the holiday season. You yeah, know. you know, it's the holiday season, you know, Christmas around the corner. So um, my one oop pick is that Hawks game where um, it was like the beginning of the second quarter. The Knicks were up by, I think, 11. Okay. And I forgot who, I forgot who threw the ball, but um, Lance Thomas came in between and like, and like deflected the pass. The pass fell into Frank's hands. Frank brained the ball up the court and Knox was there streaking. Mm. He, he he fed Knox with the bounce pass and then Knox rose up on the fast break, slammed it with one hand. And it, Boom, and, shakalaka! And he, right? and, and he forced the Atlanta Hawks to call timeout 18 seconds into the, sec into the second quarter. Yes. Oh. Yo, what do you guys think of Lance Thomas coming back, taking all of Mario's minutes? Because Mario ain't seen you in the court no more. Yeah. Right. It's me, Mario. Lance over Mario? As of right now, yeah. Right now, yeah. Lance can make him dance? Yeah. Right yeah. now, he's making him dance. Yeah, he's, 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 making him, he's making him dance on defense right yeah, now. Yeah, he's playing pick and roll defense, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely happy with <laughs> even his handles. You know what? I don't know what he did in the offseason. But he need to put Tim Hardaway on or something. Ah, uh, <laughs> because Lance the Sham God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Lance, I'm still waiting on the Shammy. Uh, I'm still waiting Lance, on this. Lance the Shammy. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> he said he was working on some stuff. And tell me what. <laughs> he it's said coming. it. He said it. It's oh, coming. Man. All right. Um. Now the fun part of the evening. Bruh. Yes. Bruh picks, uh, for those uh, new listeners and uh, those that are now joining us for the first time, the bruh picks are, we like to equate them to like Shaq in a fool moments. These are the moments and we don't only uh, limit them to the Knicks. We don't only limit them to basketball. This is like a sports-wide section of our program. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Jay. Do you have any bruh picks? Because you know if you don't, I know somebody has. I know, I know. I know, <laughs> I know a guy, too. Right. Bro, man, right. from the fifth floor. Yes. Exactly. Um, talk like... How about we give I'm, the Knicks a bruh for losing all these big leads? We can do that. We're going to start we with that. We can definitely do that. Bruh. We're going to start with that. Man, Frank has disappeared, dog. Mm. It's true. It's he's disappeared so much that he hasn't even come up in our conversation not once really. Yeah. Like I don't even want to give him a brado, but I'm just like man. Well, step it up. Like, you know what it is? I like. I still people kind of get on me because I, I like. I see that he's taking an aggressive stance with his games, mm -hmm. but the confidence is still not there. And yeah, I'm waiting for yeah, it. Waivers. I'm waiting for him to be confident and take those shots of confidence that he was taking when. Earlier in the season, yeah, or even when he first got off that DMP. Well, what do you think about this? This though, with Frank as well. Do you think the way that um, he's also being refed is frustrating him? And yes, yeah. And I was saying that to segue into my bro pick. Okay. <laughs> 
is the one thing he was doing okay is playing defense, and the rest was taking that away. Yeah. Because there was a few plays in the Atlanta game. Okay, well, first of all, well, Trey, Trey Young was cooking them. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Trey Young looked like – Trey Young almost had Frank falling a few times. Like, he looked he looked yeah, a little wobbly no, in the knees. Trey Young <laughs> had – and Trey Young was bodying up Tim, taking yeah, him to the rack. Yeah. Like, but Frank played defense good on everyone and not named Trey Young pretty much that game. <laughs> <laughs> and he – there was one play. I forgot who it was. He went up – and blocked the dude. The dude fell down, mm-hmm. and the rest called foul. Yeah, and you look, he's BS. like, that was all ball, dog. I'm like, no, yes, yeah. yes, I remember. And it yeah, was all that, yeah. ball. And I was like, that's a brother. <laughs> for the and, ref. And, for and, the ref. Okay. Bruh. And the thing is, after, like, I don't think I've seen Frank show so much Yo, emotion he was before. So tight. He was so pissed off. Because he was getting the bad end of those calls for a couple of nights in a row. Yeah, and I think yeah. Frank is a, a fairly quiet guy. He plays his game. If he fouls you, puts his hand up, he acknowledges that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Frank thinks he didn't foul somebody, and I'm like, dog, you mauled him. But, but I think he's still trying to understand this no-hands-at-all defense. Yeah. He, I don't know yeah. if you saw that stupid picture of, of, of LeBron. LeBron. Okay, you know what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. so dumb. I'm like, come on, bro, because as soon as you try to get by you, you stuck your hand out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. it's like, Frank definitely... Um, he needs to get his mojo back on defense. Definitely. But I think well, some of that, I think some, and offense, but I think some of that is the way they're refing the games now. And I think he's got to learn how to adjust to that now. Like, yeah. all right, Man, the refs need to adjust to Frank's good-ass defense. <laughs> 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 the guy's playing defense pretty well and keep calling fouls on his defense. You, like, you, know, you, know, you know what it is, though? Frank need more clout. That's the thing. Once, he, once Frank gained mm. more clout in the league, then he's gonna start getting those calls. Yeah, Correct. man. Cause he be blocking these kids clean. But yeah, that, that's my bro pick. I'm, that's, that, I'm good. All right. Uh, oh, bro, bro man from the fifth flow, you yeah. are up. Bro man, fifth flow. All right. Um, I, yeah, I got three bro picks to him this week. Okay. Um, my first bro pick is Cavs versus Sixers. Shannon Fry was driving to the hoop and he commits the Cardinals' sin. Of jumping in the air to make a pass. Oh, no. And I don't know what he was seeing, but he saw that somebody was in the corner. Uh-oh. So he passes the ball in the corner, and he finds Colin Sexton. The only problem was, Colin, Colin Sexton was standing, but he was on the bench. Aww. And throws the ball out of bounds. Bruh. What were you thinking? <laughs> Five guys, not six. I mean, he, he, he was open. <laughs> he was open. He I, was. I have to give him that. He was open. Just that you know, he had his um workout, you know, clothes on. You know, he didn't have his jersey out. So I mean, you know, yeah, I could, de- I could definitely see myself doing that. I could definitely. See <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, put me in. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> My next bro pick is Wolves versus the Kings. Taj Gibson, and this is a whose man's is this moment? Whose okay. man's is this? <laughs> so Taj Gibson was playing defense. He loses his shoe. Okay. So he picks up his shoe. And he p- starts to play defense. One sneaker, one sock. Oh, oh, dangerous combination. So as he's playing defense, and he has a shoe in his hand, he holds a shoe, he holds a shoe up in the air like this as he's playing defense. Oh, okay. I mean, the what? dude. The, and for the guys listening, he shoes, he has his, he has his right left hand up in the sky. Yes, with the with the with the with the with the with the shoe in his yeah, hand. Yeah, with a shoe, ninety yes. degree angle. Go ahead. So um, I think I think the guy in the Kings um. 
Blika. I, I don't know how to pronounce the name correctly. It's a European name. Okay. He goes up for the shot, and Gibson tries to block the shot with his shoe. What? Uh, Bruh. What? <laughs> shoe is part of the hand. <laughs> it is. Technically. <laughs> he tried to block the shot with his shoe? Yes. Oh, my Is that a goaltending? I, I don't know. And the funny thing was that he altered he altered the shot to the point where the dude missed the shot anyway. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and the refs did nothing. Nope, the refs ain't called nothing. Wow, hmm. I need to, I need to leave to look at that. <laughs> see who it was. Word. And my last bro pick is Nets versus the Hawks. Okay. F- fellow Latvian. Uh, Rodion Kurucs. Uh-huh. Was running on the fast break and he tries to feed one of his teammates ahead of it, ahead of him. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't know what the man was seeing, but there was really no teammates ahead of him. He throws the pass, and he skies it into the air, way out of bounds. Bruh. U F O. Oh my god. You. Oh my god. Buggy. oh my goodness Ah. well um you know so our format you know is very flexible it changes from time to time and at times we've done recaps but the last couple of recaps were really summed up in one sentence sucks oh that's one word yeah that's well but that's pretty good yeah trash that's another one you know me i would have used two words we lost. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, I do know. But mm-hmm. we just got to, listen, we just got to. Listen, man, we about to get patient. Zion, dog. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> listen, we just got to be patient. On the road to Zion. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. We just got to be patient. Yo, yo, Edson, I don't know why Ryan sings more on the show than you do. Oh, listen. <laughs> I know why. Because <laughs> I get paid to sing. Oh! oh. <laughs> Damn, Ryan. But, well, well, you know, well, but he yeah, said that, that is true. He's... Ain't no one paying me to sing. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay you to stop. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How you set that man with the alley <laughs> and then block the shot in the same, same breath? <laughs> Here, look, my ticket. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, hey, if anyone is willing to pay me to stop singing, I will take that money. Right? So I'll be right. Hey. Why not? <laughs> Merry oh Christmas, Oh, my dog. God. Right. Oh. Merry Christmas. Cash <laughs> after you. Oh. oh, man. Well, that is the end of another fun episode. Um, we got social media time. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Edson Sean, E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N on all social media platforms. Look out for some New music that I got dropping at the top of the year. So, well, maybe middle of the year. But mm-hmm. look out for it. I'm definitely going to have some new singles. Oh, also, check out my Instagram. I know it'll be Tuesday when you hear this, but I'm going to be doing Freestyle Monday. So, hey. Tuesday, yeah. check out that Freestyle after you've listened to the Nick of Time show, of course. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm about to get some bars ready. I'm going to battle you. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to have Freestyle Tuesdays on JLS Drawstings, right? <laughs> About everything Edson is saying, I'm going to say it better on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm playing out. I'll, 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 I'll get destroyed. <laughs> but you can find me on Instagram at J L S Draws Things. That's J E L L I S. 
draws things. Nothing fancy. No dollar sign S. I just J Ellis and I draw things. I'm the real J Ellis too. I'm not like the fake one on Insecure. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> and Ryan, where can they find you, man? Oh, um, you can find me on IG at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That is S-I-R-G-I-S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N. Um, currently, I have two articles out right now. You can nice. You read, can, read, read them. Exactly. You can go to um thenickatimeshow.com and read The Emergence of Emmanuel Moutier. Of course. Emerging. Yes. And um also I got um the the New York Knicks should pull out the tank full time. Read that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also I want to put it out there. Remember the quality you've seen in the Anthony MSG episode. Yes. If y'all want to see that quality often, please go to our website, buy our merch so we can raise the money so we can buy the camera so y'all could be seeing that excellent yes. clarity. In the video every day. He saw all the pores and everything. Though. Yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. Anyway. But yeah. Um, that's it. Happy holidays to those who celebrate. Yes. Um, spend the time with your families and just mm-hmm. remember and you know, just be thankful for what you do have and continue to strive to get those other things that you dream of. Word. And mm-hmm. uh Edson's gonna do a Christmas freestyle right now. <laughs> <laughs> and no. <laughs> Got the Santa Bear can Christmas freestyle dog. Come on, dog. That's dog. Perfect. 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 Come on, Saint G. Oh man, Saint Ed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness, man. But yeah. Oh yeah. And again, you know, can't reiterate enough. Just go support the page. Yes. Um. Yeah. Because we're trying to give you that quality content. Facts. And we out. Peace. Peace and love to where you're from.
behind a piece of mind Maybe a brand new day Will sweep all this pain away I open my heart, open my eyes, open my mind So I can find the key to my soul Depth of the sea, reason I'm here, the purpose of me I open my heart, open my eyes, open my mind So I can find the key to my soul Depth of the sea, reason I'm here, the purpose of me Purpose of me, I hope. 